Hi, I'm Erin, and this podcast is all about me stepping into my truth as a psychic medium. I started reading spiritual books in fall 2019 after I looked around at my life in my boring nine to five thinking, this just can't be it. Then in January, 2023, over three years after I started reading these spiritual books, it clicked. I had been a medium for years and I had no idea. On this podcast, I will discuss a range of topics all about spirituality, limiting beliefs, ego deaths, soul mission, and so much more. I record each podcast episode whenever I get inspired to record, and that's usually on a morning walk or when I'm sitting in the park. Anything that sticks out to me as a sign or a message from spirit, I say it aloud in the podcast episode. So before you listen, pick your own sign or a message from your spirit team, and you never know, it just might come up. This podcast episode was created February 16th, 2023. And here is a trigger warning. In this episode, there will be mention of abuse, psychosis, and neurosis. I think this realm of mediumship and spirituality and psychic ability is beautiful, but a lot of this can be very painful physically and emotionally. And I want to drive that home. So, you know, I've told you all that I have like a medium coach and um, she has me doing practices um, every day where I'm like open for 20 minutes of the day and open meaning like playing around with allowing spirits of the highest good and the highest love to come to me and like talk to me. Um, But I haven't experienced anything yet um, other than my own ancestors that I know. I don't want to talk to no ancestors I don't know. Um because I don't I'm sure I have ancestors that are weird and I don't want to talk to them. The three that I know, my grandparents, and then my one spirit guide. And so um this experience can be extremely painful and you know practicing, you know, allowing other spirits to come to talk to you can be extremely scary. And, you know, I'm practicing that now. I've never been, um, I've never been approached by anything other than people I know. I don't think, like, knowingly. Um, But I don't want to make it seem like, oh, it's just so many, like, roses and butterflies. Like, even, um, I remember watching Tyler the Medium. Um, I think his name's Tyler, Tyler something. I don't remember his last name. I think it's called Tyler the Medium. And he's really nice and he seems really kind. And I, I watched his whole Netflix series maybe like a year ago, whenever it came out. And he I'm glad I did because it kind of got me comfortable in like, oh, mediumship is like good. You know, like it made me feel like, oh, like this is real. This is good. And I feel like he's just like on a whole nother level. Like he's really in tune. But even watching him, he um, needs a lot of downtime. Like he needs a lot of, uh, you know, time to himself, time alone. Um, you know, to sit in the dark because of all like the sensory stuff or some like whatever. And so I want to express that, that that is a part of it. Like you being like, you've got to be able to set boundaries so that you, you know, are meditating every day. You're eating properly every day. You're exercising. You are like, you know, sitting in silence, like you're showing up to your own practices and it can get overwhelming, like doing all of this. And then you're like, well, also, I want to manifest my like dream life because I want like my psychic mediumship to like compliment this 
thing I'm trying to do. And then I also want to talk to my ancestors. And I also want to talk to my spirit guides. And I also want to like have a life like with my family. And I also like, you know, like want to live in the present and on this physical plane. Like it can get very overwhelming I'm seeing. And I haven't even been visited by anyone yet. So I want to say that. But what has been happening to me is that maybe I have been maybe over the last year or two, I've been attracting people to me in the physical realm who are either they overshare way too much or they get very, very, very attached to me. Um, I don't know if this is like a symptom of like starting mediumship journey. Again, I don't know anyone who's kind of like documented from day one, like the switch from not from not thinking you're a psychic medium to like thinking you're a psychic medium. That's why I'm making this podcast. That's why I'm making these little voice memos because I've never I want someone who like is like scared as fuck who types in psychic medium like this pops up and like you like listen to what I'm saying. And so um, there's no rule book that I've like seen or like instruction because like this is what happens before. This is what happens before. These are the signs. I haven't seen that. I'm sure it exists, but I don't know where it is. Uh, And so for me, what I think is happening, I have a banging headache right now (laughs) because I actually just did a like a meditation practice um and I'll just share with you guys what happened but I was I was doing this um meditation that my medium coach uh gave to me and what happened was I was actually scared to close my eyes um because I shared with you guys like I'm doing this practice where she's like be 20 minutes on 20 minutes off 20 minutes on 20 minutes off I mean oh I don't know why I said that I don't know where that came from 20 minutes on the rest of the day off 20 minutes on the rest of the day off (laughs) and so I'm only allowed to be on like my business hours for like other spirit like spirit the people in the spirit realm to come visit me it has not happened yet so um I did that practice the 20 minutes of like being open right before my tree of life practice so I was open in my 20 minutes um, I felt very heavy. I had a really bad headache. My entire body was tingling. There, my entire right, left arm was engaged in what kind of was painful. Like it felt painful. My shoulders were very heavy. So there's a lot of energy in the room with me when I was open, but I didn't. But nothing came through except for my ancestors, my three grandparents, and my spirit guides came through, gave me a message. I won't share what it was. <laughs> they've been telling me this message for like a few days now like that's like all that's on the brain I'm like okay I get it I fucking get it (laughs) and so um I have really bad pain in my left side still now like on my left side of my neck anyway um after that I did a tree of life meditation basically it's just like helping me move my energy helping me connect back to the physical realm the earth as well as the spirit realm and just being connected to both because we're both you can't be all up in the spirit realm because you're gonna go fucking crazy and you can't just be all about earth because then you're gonna have like no intuition so it's like this balance of earth and spirit um there are four or five instances over the last year or two where people have been very 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 attached to me and I'm wondering if this is a part of stepping into mediumship. So my whole life, people have always, my whole life, people have always kind of, I don't know, they, they just have been attached to me. People just really attach themselves to me and they don't stop talking about themselves. 
They just, it's like word vomit. I've dealt with it for so long and they just don't stop. And so that's why I don't have a lot of friends because I don't know how to set boundaries as like, I, I, I take that back. I set very good boundaries, but it's more to the point where it's like, I'm just never going to talk to you again. Like, I don't even want to tell you why I'm never talking to you again. I just literally don't want to hurt your feelings. So I'm just going to like step away and never talk to you again. That's my boundary. So I don't feel like it's healthy for me to do that. I just literally be dropping people left and right. Cause I'm like, I cannot deal with bullshit. I cannot deal with you talking about yourself constantly over and over and over again. And just talking about your life and your bullshit. Um, and that's why I just don't have a lot of friends, like people at my jobs, like try and be my friends and stuff, but they just talk about themselves. So the few friends I do have is really such a mutual relationship that it makes me feel just happier. And, and so, um, I'm saying all this to say, I've been attracting this to me my entire life. People who just kind of are soul sucky, but I don't allow it more than a fucking day. I'm like, Oh no, 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 that can't be my friend. So that's why I have a wall up when making new friends. So the first instance that I can remember that was a little odd, very odd, (laughs) I believe it was spring 2022 because I moved into my home summer 2021 and I believe it was the spring after I moved into my home. I made a YouTube video about it as well. So I want to say that it was last spring 2022. This message came on my phone and it said, we're watching you. Some, Some weird shit. It was like, we're watching you um we love you some shit will be together soon like some weird ass shit in my entire body i have a whole youtube video about it if you want to like know the details um my youtube channel is t-e-a-m-o-a-a-r-o-n Tayamo aaron and i think it's i think it was like i have a stalker i think that's what i named it my entire body just kind of went numb and i kind of looked around my room my my i was sitting downstairs in my living room and I was looking around the room. I was like, there's a fucking camera in here. I remember thinking like, there's a camera. And I was so fucking scared, whatever. I called my sister. I called my cousin. <laughs> sent. I didn't respond to the number. I don't think I responded. Maybe did I? I can't remember. But I um, sent it to my cousin, a male cousin and my sister. My male cousin called him and cussed him the fuck out. He was like, if you ever fucking call my sister. <laughs> and my my actual, my sister called him. And was trying to like bait him for information and on my youtube channel you'll see like the audio of she recorded like maybe the last fourth of the conversation because she realized that she had two phones and so she was like oh she had like an extra spare phone so she just like recorded and um he just was like you know aaron speaks to you like like nobody else can and she just has this energy some weirdo shit some fucking weirdo shit and she was like, do not call my sister again and like hung up. And so I called the police because it's a murder mystery. Like this is this is the beginning of murder shit where like police don't do anything because it's like technically he hasn't like done anything to you. But that's how it starts, you know. So anyway, I called the police immediately. They were like, you don't have to file a report if you don't want to. I was like, I want to do it right now. So uh filed a report, got everything on body cam. The, the police had his body cam on. I sent the police officer i got his email sent him all the documentation the guy's number the guy's name uh we found his name somehow like we looked up his number and his his name was attached to his number we found his linkedin we found his house we found his address we found everything he actually lives 20 minutes he lives 20 minutes from a friend's house that i was actually going to visit the following weekend so that next weekend like the the whole week or two like i didn't post anything on social media because i didn't want the guy to know that i was in the city 20 minutes away from him 
um and i thought about it. i was like do i show up to his house and literally like curse him the fuck out but he could murder me i mean how the hell did he find my number and we asked him my sister asked him how did you find my sister's number he, he got it from some girl named named uh uh donna some fucking i'm like bitch that's a fucking fake ass name whose name is donna and i'm like and he just i don't know how he got it i still to this day have no fucking idea how we got it and so the police just told me to message him back and say do not contact me like don't you fucking contact me and so that's number one so that was a kind of the, the probably the most strange experience that i've had with someone just kind of latching on to me who has never met me. I have never met this person. We live in two different states. I live in Atlanta. He lives in Florida. So he must be looking at me on YouTube and feeling some kind of vibe with me that doesn't exist. And so that was the first person. The second time was somebody who I was getting cool with. We met like walking in the park one day and, you know, I try and make new friends, but it just always seems to not work out for me. But we were walking in the park one day, we realized we were around each other's age. We lived close to each other. And so we decided to like be friends. And so we met up, we, we text a couple times and then we met up once or we met up twice. So the first time we met up wasn't that big, big of a deal. Wasn't that serious. We were just chatting, blah, blah, blah. And um, she brought up very personal things that have happened to her in her life, in her younger years, that was kind of inappropriate, I would say, for a first date. Like, that's nothing that I would, like, tell someone the first time I met them. But I took it up to, she's lonely, she doesn't have anyone, this happens to me all the time, people are constantly trying to, like, be up my fucking ass and I really don't understand why, and just, like, trauma dump on me. They just dump their life on me. And so um, I also realized like I'm doing something like what am I doing? Like I'm definitely asking engaging questions. I'm not trying to be rude, but they never really switched the conversation to me. And I'm kind of like, well, I'm just going to let the conversation be about them because they obviously don't want to hear about me. Like I have to be invited in. And if you don't invite me in, I will just allow you to literally talk yourself, talk to your talk about yourself for two hours and then I'll just never talk to you again. Right. <laughs> And so I really liked the girl. I feel like she was really nice. You know, she let me get a couple words in, but it was really much about her and her issues. And I was just like, okay, like very, very dark things have happened to her. And so we hung out a year later. So I would say um, this past fall, 2022, we hung out again. And it was even worse this time. Like not only did she trauma dump, but she went into like very colorful detail about everything that had happened to her. And I was just like, sick like i'm in my chair wanting to vomit and like it's just like why the fuck are you telling me this like why are people attaching themselves to me what is going on and so i acted like everything was fine because i didn't want to be rude obviously like we're out to fucking sushi like what am i going to do just get up and leave and be like oh i don't really want to talk about that shit i want to talk about me like I, I can't like you've already wrote me in and literally talked about heinous things that have happened to you i mean you need someone to talk to but i just I made a mental note in my head like this is the last time that i'm ever going to hang out with you and so um i did not want to block her and cut her off which is exactly what i wanted to do but i didn't i called her maybe the next day or two days later and i just said hey like i explained everything like it's I feel like it's just a lot like I'm not a therapist like I don't deal with this like I am not a professional like you need to call the police you need to talk to a lawyer you need to talk to your family like talk to your friends and I just don't 
feel comfortable talking about anything that you're that you're saying to me like I just don't and she was so apologetic she said this is the first time anyone had ever told her she felt like she just had gotten the strength to like talk about what had happened to her and she just you know kind of thought I was okay with it because I was asking questions and in my mind I just let her talk but I'm just like girl I'm I'm asking like are you okay I'm asking these questions because you brought it up you don't you think I just brought it up I didn't bring it up you brought it up and now I feel like cornered where I have to just kind of engage you, which maybe I didn't have to. But to but to her point, because I didn't seem uncomfortable, she felt like it was fine, which is true because I put on a brave face for her. Like, what am I going to do? Re-traumatize her, re-traumatize the victim and be like, well, now you're making you're, you're making me uncomfortable. Like, I didn't want to tell someone who had been through that you're making me uncomfortable and you're wrong. Um, because again, I'm not a fucking therapist, so I don't know how to react. I don't want to re-traumatize her. And I felt awful even calling her, telling her anything because I felt like I was like victim blaming, like, oh, she's made me uncomfortable. I don't fucking know. Again, I don't deal with this shit. So I did not know. And so I, um, uh, I told her and she was very apologetic and I just said, listen, she's like, I really want to still be friends. And I said, you know what? Why don't you talk to your friends? people that you've known for a long time and see if you've ever made them uncomfortable if you haven't it's me I kind of was just like it's not you it's me maybe I'm not a friend that you should want around because I cannot hold space for you in that way because the topic of conversation makes me very uncomfortable and she was like you know I'm not trying to like blame you or I'm not trying to like like say see if you're right or wrong I'm like no that's not the that's not the point but there are people in your life that can hold space for you in that way I'm just they, they may be I'm just saying I can't do that anymore like I won't and um you know we haven't spoken since thank god because I just cannot get wrap my mind around what am I doing to make these people attracted to me in this way I'm not understanding the third person was a client of mine. So I am a budget coach. I help people with their budgets. I help people with their money mindset really get through. And I enjoy it so much. And so the first girl who graduated from my program was around January, late January 2022. She graduated from the program. First one to do so. She was a fantastic client. She was a little socially awkward, but it wasn't so that serious where I would think anything was wrong but she was very nice she was very kind we we very much connected on the spiritual stuff we're very different um like she's very extroverted I'm kind of introverted and she's kind of more you know rambunctious than I am and so um but we connected on spirituality and she really got her budget together she really did we made a plan for her to get out of debt like in the next two years like it was fantastic it was fantastic I was like thank god like my program's working like I'm so happy right after the program she started messaging me incessantly I will say during the program she was messaging me a lot on Instagram but it wasn't so excessive that I was like I had to block her it was it was just kind of like oh like this is kind of a bit much that you're texting me so you're DMing me so much during the program but it was okay I was okay with it and I felt like Again, people latch on to me. People who don't have friends, people who don't, I guess, have people to talk to feel connected to me in a in an odd way. And again, I don't know if this is connected to mediumship, but I think it is. Like, I feel like I've always had this, like, people be attracted to me who who feel lonely 
or something so it's not everybody it's not like i'm so fucking popular everybody wants to be my fucking friend it's like a very like niche group of people <laughs> and i don't know what it is because i'm not a people pleaser i'm not somebody who you can like dupe into doing something like i'm not someone who you can like be like come be in my cult and we'll love bomb you and then i'm, I'm just not that bitch like i want to be alone i want you to not like me so i could be alone like it's sick i'm sick in the head <laughs> I don't want to be a part of a group. I don't want you to like me. I want to be with my mom, my sister, and my two friends. And that's all I give a fuck about. And be connected to the divine. Like me being some like popular person has, I, I don't give a fuck about it. And um, on an, in another po podcast episode, I really talk about like feeling the need to be a leader or feeling the need to like put myself out there really bothers my ego so much because I just don't need it. But there's something in the inside that just like draws me there. Like it's just... Like, I don't, why, 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 why? I'm just so fine being by myself, but it's just not what my soul wants of me. And when I say I'm fine being by myself, my ego is much more comfortable there, but my soul is like crying out for me to like really just put myself out there and like share all this. Like, do you think I want to share this shit with y'all? I fucking don't. I feel pulled to, I feel nudged to. I would rather much keep this shit to myself. I'd rather just be a regular bitch. <laughs> I really would. My ego, my ego really would. But my soul would not. My soul would die. And so this entire process is very uncomfortable. I'm not just willy-nilly sharing this shit. Like, I feel pulled to. Just like on YouTube. I didn't want to fucking post those videos. I mean, I felt, like, pulled to. Even beyond my ego. Like, something beyond me made me post those videos. Something beyond me is making me do these voice memos. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm just following what I feel pulled to do. Whatever that is. Even if it's in the park and by myself and it tells me go left uh, or it tells me go left I go left I want to go right but it tells me to go left and I go left it's the exact same thing so like even things that are dead ends that I don't even know why I'm doing it I do that shit too there's a thousand and fifty million things that my intuition has told me to do that I do and I'm like this didn't fucking nothing really happened but I trust it anyway I trust I'll maybe learn when I'm like dead I don't know I know Laura Lynn Jackson says that when you die you get to like look back at your life and see how everything was connected so maybe maybe me making that left turn you know put me on a different path and if i would have if i made it right anyway let me get back to the to, to the podcast <laughs> so my client after the program i guess she felt like maybe her like her connection to spirit was gone after her and i stop talking and when i mean connection to spirit i mean connection to someone who is spiritual like her like i like like she cried the last day of our um of our of the program and i didn't because one i had just had my rapid resolution therapy session so i wasn't even like on that shit like i was just like on a high from my rapid resolution therapy so i couldn't even cry i was just so fucking happy and with her she at our last session she was very tearful and she asked me could i coach her for another six months and i said you know i don't think i have i don't i can't commit to that at this time um and she understood and i said you know if i can i'll let you know but i just felt like something inside was like i feel like our soul contract together has ended you know like i feel like we were supposed to be together for these six months i mean six months six weeks in the program and that was it like we weren't supposed to be i wasn't supposed to be coaching her in that way i didn't feel that way inside thank god i didn't because maybe a week later 
She starts messaging me over and over and over and over again. And she's like, Aaron, 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 call me. Here's and she's like, I've been up for three days. Um, I've been up for three days and 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 uh uh I know why I'm here. I know who my husband is. She said some shit like, uh, my uh God told me that you need to call him by his name. You saying divine, you saying ancestors, you saying spirit guide, you need to say God, you need to call him by his name. And in my head, I'm like, who the fuck are you talking to? But I could tell that she was having a psychotic fucking breakdown, but I did not want to tell her that because I feel like when you're on a spiritual journey and someone tells you you're crazy, it's not it's not helpful, you know? So I could sense that she was having something psychotic going on, but I have also been told that the things that are happening to me are not real as well. So I didn't want to put her down for her experience. So I kept saying like, you need to talk to a spiritual teacher. I never said you need to get help or like like a psychiatrist. I was like, you just need a spiritual teacher because they can tell you what the fuck is going on. They can tell you if you're having psychosis. I didn't say that to her, but I'm just letting y'all know. You can talk to these spiritual teachers, talk to these psychic mediums. They'll let you know if you are on some like not spiritual shit and you're like making up things like that's why you really have to have your feet on the fucking ground. And I was reading the book Intuitive Being by Jill Willard. And in that book, it was saying if you are so high up in in the spirit realm and you're like higher chakras and you are not balancing your lower chakras into the earth, like you need to ground yourself because if you don't, you are going to experience psychosis and neurosis. We are human beings. We are not spirit beings. We are both. We have the spiritness inside of us. We have that divineness inside of us. But we are human beings. That's why we have to take care of these bodies. That's why we chose this life because we are meant to be grounded on the ground and just have that that beautiful connection to the divine, but not be with the divine because then we'd be fucking dead. You see what I'm saying? And so like, the second we transcend the body, we're dead. And so my client was experiencing that. She was not grounded at all. She was trying to tap into her intuition, tap into spirit, and she was too far up in the in the higher chakras. And I don't know much about chakras, but that's what the intuitive being book was saying. <laughs> like you're too, you're not on earth. Get the fuck out the clouds. And she even my client was like, my dad said, I'm going to die if I don't. Uh, she's like, my dad said, I'm going to die if I don't like come back down or something. And I was like, OK, like blah, blah, blah. So I stopped responding to her back. But, you know, on Instagram, when someone DMs you, you can see if they've like DMed you like how many hours. So it'll say at first it would be like so and so DMed you five hours ago. Then it would go down to dm do five minutes ago so i could see even though i wasn't opening my messages i could see that she was constantly messaging me she kept sending me her cell phone number i have never given a client my cell phone number we talk via dm or via voxer i suggest if you are a coach out there do not give these people on the internet your fucking number she's like call me call me call me call me and i sent her a voice memo and i said you are scaring me and you are making me so uncomfortable oh also she said god told her that she needs to grow her hair out because she had really short buzz cut and she's like to attract a man you have to grow your hair out and in my head i'm like why the fuck would god tell you that <laughs> if you like your hair short there's a man out there who will like your hair short like what the fuck and she he, she was like yeah like my husband i know who exactly who my husband is and he told me that he would only marry me if i had long hair and i was like what the fuck are you talking about like it was just in fucking sane and i'm already dealing with my kundalini shit i'm dealing with my own shit because as you all know or well not know but if you listen to my previous podcast a kundalini awakening 
there can be a little bit of darkness after that. And I experienced that. So I'm experiencing my own shit. This this girl over here, this client is fucking going ape shit about <laughs> whatever the hell she's going through. And so I finally told her, I was like, yo, you've got to stop. You have to stop or I'm going to block you. Okay, it got that bad. And so I, so she stopped. And then the next day, she sent me a voice memo that was literally like two seconds long. And she was like, I'm scared, like yelling so loud. And I was like, what the fuck? I said, you need to get a spiritual teacher. What are you doing? Then she texted, she texted, I'm, I am Jesus. She said, I am Jesus. I said, oh, fuck. No, I said, what the fuck are you talking about? And so I sent her a long message. I gave her a bunch of resources. I said, you need to read the book Intuitive Being because it's literally explaining what is happening to you. You are not grounded. That's why you're not, it's not making sense. You're experiencing neurosis. You're experiencing psychosis. And um, I said, do not respond back to this message until you have read the book Intuitive Being until you and until you have gotten a spiritual teacher. She messaged me back immediately. She's like, you say, like, you helped me so much. Uh, no, you saved me your program, some shit. And I literally immediately blocked her because it started to feel like that stalker from Florida, like him. And now then this, you know, the girl who I met in the park, she wasn't like a stalker or whatever, but she was very much latched on to me, telling me the most heinous things that have ever happened to her. And then now my client talking about some I am Jesus and I saved you. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is this kundalini? What the fuck is this mediumship? I'm like, is this a part of it where I am, where people are attracting themselves to me in the most bizarre ways? So now the fourth one that just happened a couple days ago, um, I have on my website, um, you know, where I'm, where I host, like where you can like submit an application where you can pay for the program, yada, yada, yada. Um, there's also a section for a consult call. Like, you know, if you, if you, uh, are on the fence about joining the program, you can, you know, get on a consult call with me for 30 minutes and we can meet. So this lady signs up and we get on the phone and she is yelling. She is yelling. So excited to meet me. First of all, I am a nobody. Okay. I'm a regular person. I just told you, I don't like attention. I don't like people praising me. That's not me. Like I'm just regular and I'm just here to be of service. And it's always the divine through me. It is not me. I think that's another reason why I've been such an open channel and or, or been trying to become such an open channel, like unconsciously <laughs> and really connected the divine and why the divine was able to come through me was because I have this genuine sincerity inside to just do the divine's will. If it's psychic mediumship, that's what I want to do. If it's being a fucking construction worker, that's what I want to do. Whatever in this life that I signed up for, my highest path, that is where I want to go. The genuineness. I don't like to be like seen. I don't like to be out there. I'm just doing what the divine is telling me to do. You know what I mean? My humanness, my ego says like, let's not do this. But there's something else inside that's pulling me there. So I do it anyway. And so when someone praises me, it makes me very uncomfortable my ego very uncomfortable and so even my spirit i would say like we're not doing this to be seen but i feel like that is what i'm pulled to do is to share my story in these ways whether it's youtube whether it's a podcast whether it's instagram whether it's a program like i can't stop creating because i feel like that's what i'm pulled to do and so um the girl gets on the the woman gets on the 
camera and she's yelling she's like oh my god it's Tayamo Aaron hi yeah yeah she literally was like you are like Beyonce you are like Michael Jackson um I'm gonna faint um at the concert Michael Jackson and Beyonce they had ambulances outside of their concerts because people fainted all the time I'm just gonna faint I'm not even call you Aaron anymore I'm gonna call you Michael Jackson faint she called me MJF Michael Jackson faint the entire time she literally was flattering me, you know, just singing my praises for 20, 25 minutes. And she kept talking to me about how I helped her um, buck the system and get free tuition and how she wants to be a professor and work out of school so that her son can then go to college for free and how she, you know, hacked everything. And like, on oh, my pro, my help, I, I helped her. And I was like, no, 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 like, it's you. Like, I'm like, it's you. It's literally you because it really is. And she was like, no, it's you. Like, you did this for me. So there's this, like, weird thing where it's like, I, these people have think, think that I've done something for them. Like, I am the answer to their issues. And I don't know what the fuck that is. And it's got to be this mediumship shit. Mediumship shit. <laughs> it's never been this, this bad. This isn't, this is like the, in the last year. This all has happened that I've just explained to you. And, and it's just not making sense in my fucking head um she was just going on and on about very odd things and and uh she just kept pretending to faint off the camera like she'd go off camera and like flail her arms in the air as if she was fainting being like oh every time i see you i just want to faint ah! and we'll be screaming and i'm sorry i'm talking a little low trying not to get my mother to hear me so she could come in here and be like what the fuck are you doing and so yeah she just was going on and on this woman on the phone and licking my ass and just treating me like I'm a fucking celebrity which I have always been very concerned about I don't want to be treated like a celebrity I don't want to be treated like nothing like anything other than who I am like it took my job three years to find out that I did YouTube um and I would never have told but my supervisor literally just like said it out loud like yeah Aaron has a YouTube channel and it took me maybe like two and a half years to tell him so it's nothing that I tell people because I don't think it's all that fucking fantastic. I'm just doing what I'm being called to do. I'm doing what the divine is telling me to do. And why is that so fantastic? You know what I mean? Like, I do understand that it's fun and, you know, cool, I guess, to see someone who you who you think is fun. I don't know. But you having a lot of views, why does that make you like fun? I don't know, y'all. I don't know. And I just don't get caught up in celebrity. I don't get caught up in all that shit and and so it doesn't make sense in my brain I, I would never put myself in that category so I'll never be able to wrap my head around it I'm just doing what the divine tells me to do that's it that's it and I wish the divine would sometimes <laughs> be like you don't have to do anything <laughs> you don't have to be anybody just nothing but of course obviously that's not that's not what I signed up for so that lady was going on and on about me and how amazing I am and I was like okay it's like what about the program and she's like yeah 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 yeah. and we'll say something and then we'll go back to like praising me and I was like, all right well we're at our 30 minute mark like you know if you want to apply you can apply and thank god like you can't just sign up you can't just buy you have to apply to the program and so I was like yeah just get your application in and I'll like look at it and she's like well can I tell you one more funny thing I was like what she's like yeah I have a pastor and he's super fine and um he has like a deep sultry voice and um there's this other woman in the church who like said he was fine and now i'm gonna have to beat up holes in the church that's what i'm dealing with y'all that's what the fuck i'm dealing with <laughs> i don't 
understand. I do think that another, for me, a symptom of this psychic mediumship journey is people getting latched on to you. When I was talking to my uh, medium coach the other day, she was telling me that um, there are a lot of people around me. Like there's a lot of souls around me, but I don't know if I'm open enough to talk to them yet because I've never had anyone else other than my ancestors come. So um, I don't know what that means. I'm going to have to ask her clarifying, like, what does that mean? And the reason she made me set boundaries for only 20 minutes a day is because I have a lot of people here trying to like come through I guess um and it's so weird to think about like the fact that I'm even saying this shit out loud to you all is fucking wild even like around my room right now like I see like I feel like I'm seeing like little sparkles little just I can't even explain like little black black um specks or something like here and there and I'm like have I just am I making this shit up you really feel like you're making this shit up you really do like I really absolutely feel like there's something in this room there's presences there's presence here and I know it's all love um it's very much love and uh, I'm trying really hard not to be scared um and if I didn't say this earlier in the podcast because I feel like I might have gotten off topic but as I was doing my um tree of life meditation um that's just a meditation that my medium uh my medium mentor my medium coach gave me um, I was doing it and, you know, I was just filling up with energy and all this, but the audio stopped for no reason. Okay. I didn't pause it. No one gave me a phone call. The audio stopped at, um, minute 644. Mind you, I told you that I'm still a little scared and, you know, I had just done my 20 minute, um, uh, like on hours right before it so I was worried when I opened my eyes that there would be an apparition in the room that's my next fear is that I'm going to see something because even my medium coach was saying that she thinks that I'll be able to see because she can see like she can literally see like she'll be like yeah spirit just walks in I'm like fuck is that what's about to happen to me (laughs) oh my fucking god what the fuck what the fuck did I sign up for Like I'm willing to do whatever the divine wants. And so um, it stopped at 644. And I remember thinking, okay, 644, 644, that's such a strange number, such a strange number. And so I looked it up um, and I usually just pick whatever the first thing, because all these numbers mean the same shit, Um, (laughs) like 111222, right? But I just usually pick the one that, the thing that resonates the most. Right before it paused, right before the 644 minute, um, I remember consciously in my head asking my ancestors to protect me because I wanted to keep my eyes closed, but I felt that there was something in the room. I felt very paranoid and I was just saying, please protect me because I just don't know. You know, I just don't want anything to show up around me. I don't want any negative spirits to be here. Like, I trust you guys and I'm going to keep my eyes closed, even though I want to open my eyes so bad. That's what I was thinking. So when it stopped at 644, I looked it up and it means protection from bad luck and negative energy. That was the first thing that popped up. And so I was like, okay, I feel like that means that my ancestors are protecting me and there's nothing like bad going on. We've been conditioned to believe that mediumship is like, woo and spooky. I'm like deconditioning that thought to be like, oh no, like this is like a beautiful experience that we all have in the spirit realm is here with us. So I'm constantly deconditioning myself to just really show up and be the medium I think I'm being asked to be. Weird shit happening, weird people attaching themselves to me, I believe is a, a, a symptom of mediumship, but I don't know. If you enjoyed 
this podcast. If you're enjoying it so far, leave a review and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed, I'd love for you to leave a review. If you have any questions or just like to chat, please DM me on Instagram at Te Amo Aaron.